That's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. This is episode number 54. Tonight we're talking about Cyborg, John Claude Van Damme, Mondo's pick from like two weeks ago. I'm one of your co hosts. We have Todd. We have Mondo as a living death cure. And Steve, boys, how are you? Are we good? What's going on? We're good. We're good. I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. I'm fine. I got Don't you know. have the living death? You're, all, I, everyone does. All did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm good. I'm still You're sick. Fucking, for fucking sake. It's, yeah, I'm, it's horrible. And I'm fucking pumping pills into me right now. I went to the doctor <laughs> on Saturday, four-hour urgent care wait. I know that doesn't touch some some people, but people have it worse. But my gosh, damn, four hours in the fucking waiting room sucks asshole. I hate it. sure it. does. I'm getting sicker, probably, because of all the fucking other diseases <laughs> yeah. competing for your attention. Yeah, I think uh, a bright spot, silver lining in this whole four-year fucking pandemic, whatever it is, is that you're allowed to wait in your car now for waiting yeah. rooms. That's definitely a plus. And, like, we'll call you in. That's awesome. Four, so four hours in my car, I watch Cyclops. I mean, not Cyclops. What are we watching tonight? <laughs> Cyborg. Cyborg. I watched <laughs> I watched the wrong movie. I watched Cyborg in the waiting room or in the in the car, and then you know I went from COVID to the flu to bronchitis. So it's like, fucking, I don't know, man. Fucking try. You have the living death, dude. You have I'm, the fucking I'm the, disease I'm in this patient movie. zero. They're all gonna mix together and be like, they're gonna track it down to me. Imagine being that guy that gets tracked to, like patient one. That would suck. Like the dude in China that was like messing around with bats or something. Imagine being that guy and you're like started this shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm on medicine and I'm getting better, so. That's fun. How about you, Steve? How are you feeling? I like shit still. Like I, Damn. I've been, I've been coughing since basically Salem. <laughs> you know, just I can't <laughs> fucking shake whatever I got there. I, I don't feel that bad, but I just constantly cough, and it's it just won't go away. Have you coughed and farted yet? No, dude. <laughs> I, I had so many like I shit my pants in the past <laughs> oh. month and a half that I'm like. Like convinced, like, oh, I shit my pants right now, and I pulled out my pants to look, and there's nothing, thankfully. But I had so many, pulled like, them down and looks. I, oh, yeah, what do you want to do? Put your hand down there and wipe? Why, why do you have to look? Why don't you just feel the squishiness when you walk? That well, you wetness, don't feel a shark. You don't feel yeah, a squishiness. Yeah, you do. When's the last time I'm, I don't think I've ever truly, well, actually, that's not true. I shit my pants when I was like 10. That's a different story. Oh. But have you, have you sharded in recent memory and like oh, actually I'm... shit? Are we admitting this? Something not, that's going to be not here. recent memory. Oh, oh, I shit myself as a like seventeen-year-old. <laughs> no, it was uh, one of those like hold it. Your stomach hurts really bad, and you start elevating yourself while you're driving in the car. So you're like, oh my like, god, you get parallel to your... Oh, dude, everything, and then I hit a fuck. <laughs> I hit a bump, and it was game over, dude. It was like, nope. <laughs> oh man, clean that car afterwards really sucked. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, one time I was. Have you ever thrown up while driving? Throwing up? No. Yeah. Not not while driving. I got lucky. I guess. Man, that's <laughs> fucking terrible. Because like you're like, am I gonna fucking die? <laughs> one time I threw up because I had like food poisoning, like really bad, and it was one of those things where I eat. It's like sometimes you just can't control it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just... I started. I had a bag, thankfully, and I threw up into it. And I was driving one handed, and it was fucking scary. And then I ended up like, I don't believe in littering, but I had a fucking bag of puke and I rolled down my passenger window for some stupid reason. I didn't throw out my, my driver's window, threw it out. The bag fucking ripped and all the puke <laughs> went across the dashboard. So that's fucking gross. God's like, nope, you ain't littering, <laughs> motherfucker. And yeah, I had to uh, clean up the puke and it was fucking gross. And 
you know, I love seeing like people, people watch it when you're driving. Like there's always that person with their finger in their nose, someone pulling out a nose hair or something to have been that car next to you when you're fucking vomiting. Would have been, <laughs> but this guy just, <laughs> that's fucking gross. Well, how was your American Christmas segue from the shit in the throw up? Was it, was it pretty good? Do you have good food? American Christmas? What are you talking about? I mean, Thanksgiving. Fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. We uh, made, not as like good as your spread look, man, with your special edition mm. turkey. But yeah, we had chicken, mashed potatoes, uh, fucking stuffing, corn, all the good stuff, man. I love these little carrots you put brown sugar on. Oh, it's fucking good. It was good. What about yours? Mine was fucking good, man. It was small. It was little, just by myself, the kids, the wife, and father-in-law. Um, but no, we had a lot of food, man. More food than we needed for the for the five of us, but came and went pretty good steve do you guys do you do turkey obviously for thanksgiving there in mm-hmm. canada but do you guys also do it for christmas or no uh some people do some people it depends like my family doesn't but i know my like wife's family does so i guess it really depends what, uh, don't you what, make what, like pizza egg rolls or something i yeah yeah, that, that, yeah that's, that's like, what that, it was that's like an appetizer it's not a like a meal right it's just like finger food while you're drinking before yeah, yeah. i got some finger food for you todd <laughs> but I, I gotta say so one of what, my big... saying your penis is the size of a finger that doesn't make any sense Vienna sausage baby oh, little stubby fingers <laughs> um, one of my big disappointments uh, lately is that I feel that Black Friday shopping isn't what it used to be so we're no. not getting those quality fucked up videos of people like Black Friday Stampeding shopping anymore and shit. Yeah. but the lord has provided <laughs> and now it seems that the new trend, and I fucking love watching it as bad as it is, is people trying to fry their turkeys. And oh yeah, their fucking house on fire. Oh my I, god, I would... the amount of videos I've seen in the last week of people trying to fry turkeys and totally fucking it up. Jesus Christ! Is... Oh my, god. I won't can dare I, do what that. The fuck? Can I bring in a Todd's tip for this? <laughs> Please, Please. Dad, dad, pappy, pappy tip. <laughs> <laughs> So, so next to me on the, I would really like to whittle some wood with you. Um, ice, water, water and oil do not mix. Ice, no, and oil do not fucking mix. No. So fuck if no. you're gonna if you're gonna fry anything, let it thaw out completely. Yep. Make sure you measure the turkey before you put it into the hot liquid. So let's put the turkey into the cold liquid. See, oh, is it gonna overflow or not? Let's oh, overflowing. Let's remove some oil. Then you heat up the oil. Then you lower it in there. Bada bing, bada boom. You're good. But holy shit, my coworker was telling me about how he lit the whole fucking driveway on fire because <laughs> he didn't level it right. So when you put the turkey in, the thing can, fucking yeah. lit on fire, fell over, dry and leaves during the yeah. fall right now. It oh my God. the leaves all the way down the driveway into the fucking drain. Whoa. And then lit the fucking sewer, that sewer part on fire, and then the fire department. Like, uh, like fucking Cousin Eddie and shit? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah right, shit, dude. <laughs> So risk of blowing up the entire neighborhood for a turkey. So yeah, man, ice and water and oil and shit don't mix. And if you ever have an oil fire in your uh, kitchen, just cover it, turn off the flame, walk away. Don't put fucking fire or water on it, water, please. For love Jesus. Of God. <laughs> I love Pappy tips, dude. That was Pappy that was tips. fucking great. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I love it when my wife um she'll buy like frozen fries. And she starts heating up oil like in a Puts pan. Forty fucking like, fries in there at a time. And I'm like. I'm like, you probably shouldn't do it that way. She's like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Go ahead while I sit here and watch. And as soon as that cold fry with the frost on it hits the fucking, oh my God, what do I do? And I'm just like, fuck it. I don't know, dude. What do you do? Jesus, dude. Fucking great. Uh, Before we get into news, though, Todd, I told you off 
line that I had a question for you. I want to know why your fucking name is so synonymous with so many antagonists and villains and things that have been up lately. Like, for example, um, you came up in Christmas Vacation as the fucking neighbor, Todd. (laughs) Yeah. You were in She-Hulk as the bad guy, Todd. Fucking The Boys see amazon show fucking todd was probably the closest a variant of you blood rage serial killer and, todd and breaking bad dude you are fucking todd is synonymous with an antagonist name dude i, I kind of love it personally because i know you but dude you're getting no breaks man <laughs> i think the worst character out of those is breaking bad for sure <laughs> yeah um, todd from the boys is just like very naive yep stupid um todd from blood rage is just i mean he's a fucking serial killer i mean i guess he's the worst <laughs> if you think about it but uh i you know my name is very strange it's like old and there's not a lot yes. of us but then when i find somebody else like they pop out of nowhere it's like it's true weird. and i honestly don't really like my name i'm named after my dad and it's just like one syllable junior <laughs> uh, not allowed to call me junior because i guess my mom dated a guy named junior back in 1973 so like that was banned Um, but i would go by my middle name which is lee but then i had to fucking contend with lee harvey oswald to kill the president so it's like (laughs) gosh damn i'm fucking i'm screwed either way so i'm either junior todd which is a non-name or lee who killed the president so you want to hear a a funny something funny i just looked it out for shits and giggles and there is an article i'm not even fucking kidding you the top 10 worst Todds. <laughs> Shit. Todd Who's number one? number one? So I'm going to name him out. Please. 10. Sweeney Todd. 9. Yep. Todd Packer. Oh my God. From The Office. 8. Todd Chester hey, from Christmas Vacation. Uh, 7. Todd Lanuzzi from Beavis and Butthead. 6. Todd <laughs> from Breaking Bad. Yeah. 5. Yep. Todd from Zoolander. Yeah, Todd from Zoolander. Uh, oh, I'm going to look it up. Dangerous villain. Uh, four Todd from Wedding Crashers. Yeah, oh, is that Bradley Cooper? I uh, think it's, so. It's like the like the football player, the, I think. Jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, three Todd Flanders. <laughs> oh uh, shit. Two the Todd the Todd from Scrubs. And oh, the Todd the Doctor. Yeah, number yeah. one Todd from Supernatural. Todd, Supernatural. I don't know that one. I never seen Supernatural. So there this you is, go. That's Todd from Zoolander. He kind of looked the same. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> that guy at all. Is that Seal? The singer? It was it was Mugatu's like right hand man. Oh, I tell you, yeah, it's just an odd name, man. Honestly, I mean, how often how often do you run across like a bad Steve? You know, like very rarely you got Steve and Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, you got cool Steve, Steve Rogers, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a classic. But there's a high percentage that when you see a movie and if the person's name is Todd, they're going to be a fucking villain. (laughs) They're dick. I think there's a show called. Todd's Better dick? call Todd or something like that, or call <laughs> Todd knows best or something. That I, I, I oh the oh the Chrisleys know best, and Todd's going to fucking prison for twelve years. Oh really? Or Chris, <laughs> one yeah, one of them's going to prison for twelve That's years funny. for tax evasion. What oh, about shit. Are there any? Steve's got the hero name, but I got the creeper name. What do you? Is oh, there any Mondos out there? Uh, it's probably like a mean Armando, like fucking uh, Mondo, he's like a fucking he's like a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, probably somewhere, dude. <laughs> My name's as common as Jose, so. Yeah. Jose, Muhammad, and Armando, top three <laughs> names in the, in the entire world. You yeah, know, but I got, Todd, the, I got the short end of the straw there, Dad. Thanks. I love it, though, man, because you and your dad are total opposites, too, which is weird. Completely opposites, yeah. 
<laughs> Anyways, enough of the Todd talk, our villain. We have our own villain, Todd. Uh, let's move in some to some news, which we haven't done um, in forever. If there's anything that I'm repeating, please cut me off, stop me, so I can move on to the next one. Um, I want to start off with a little bit of belated Game of Thrones news. George R. R. Martin, thank God, has finally updated us that he is focused on finishing Winds of Winter book. He's like three quarters of the way done. Probably, maybe, hopefully, 2023, we get that fucking book and find out how different it is from the show. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about the books later. Dude. It's going to happen. I think they're oh. all done, dude. I think all the manuscripts are done. He's just milking it's it, dude. floppy disk, dude. It's not... <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't see it coming out. I think the pressure's too great. The show's done. There's another show coming, or, you know, currently airing. I think it's just yeah. too much for him, honestly. I hope he gets it done because I want to see how much it differs. Well, I think we have a better chance of getting Winds of Winter than we do uh, about the Songs of Springs or whatever that the Song, last uh, one. Dream of, Dream of Spring. Dream of Spring, yeah. So I think it'll be a lot more likely we get Winds of Winter. So let's let's hope. Let's keep our fingers crossed. You, wait, um, wait. Are you telling us that it's more likely that the sixth book will come out before the seventh? Is that what you're telling us? I am. Okay, yeah, I am. So Write you. it down here. Write <laughs> it down here. <laughs> There's some <laughs> prediction, Namondo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get you, but I'm going to get yeah. you. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, moving on, John Carpenter interested in making a Dead Space movie. We know John Carpenter, famous for Halloween, uh, The Thing, my favorite horror movie. Um, but he is a big time gamer, right? Um, and this came up uh, in October, but he loves Dead Space, the franchise. And when asked about, hey, would you ever consider doing a movie like this? Yes, he's old. He's on the opposite end of that. But fuck a john carpenter dead space movie like his final fucking hoorah i love dead space it's the closest we've ever got to like event horizon type stuff and i love event horizon um i would love to see someone do dead space and i would love if john carpenter did it your guys' thoughts on that what's he waiting for I don't he's, he's, in horror? he's too busy <laughs> playing games so that's... he needs to stop <laughs> Play, fucking uh... playing his guitar or whatever the hell he does <laughs> synthesizing some music for yeah, some Jesus, dude. some 2B movie stop, <laughs> stop wasting your time on Studio 666 and make a fucking oh, movie yeah where he hell. scored didn't he score the new Halloween he did, Like, yeah. yeah he did man imagine his oh, too good his to be take true. on if he did something along the same vein of like the thing which you have oh, monsters so fucking good with Dead Space, oh man, that would be epic. I would love to see it. I'm, I'm a huge Dead Space franchise fan, and I know you guys are too. Um, thankfully, Callisto Protocol, which is a loose adaptation, I guess you could say, or kind of, uh, well, what would be the word to say? It's like a spiritual successor. Yeah, the remake's um, coming out too. Yeah, January, late January for Dead Space, and less than a week for Callisto Protocol, which I already pre-ordered. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, so forgive me, but uh, Damon Lind- Lindelof is making a Star Wars film set after the sequel trilogy. I know how much you guys love it. Um, his is going to be, I don't know how it's going to be related to sequel, if it's going to be its own standalone thing, but to see something past the sequel trilogy is kind of fucking cool that they're moving farther and creating more story. I know you guys are kind of not really into the Star Wars shit right now. Me, long life fan for that. So You live yeah, and breathe it. I, I, I love them going forward i'm tired of seeing franchises go back so yeah I, i'm excited about something that's forward in time not back in time if you guys haven't watched Andor, um very slow start to it but that fucking show 
if you ever wanted something that had a Star Wars stamp on it, but no like Jedi or Force or anything like that, just strictly like humans and shit and rebellion and all that, it's fucking good. That that ending that I just watched last week was fucking Chef's Kiss terrific, man. So um if you haven't watched it, catch up on that. Uh Bob Iger is back in power, baby. Uh I know a lot of Disney people who are happy about this, uh, Bob Chapek or whatever the fuck his name is, wasn't really doing that good of a job. Uh, Bob Iger came back with that dick swag and said, hey, let's get shit back on track. I'm right, curious. On. For the Go. people like myself that are, I didn't even know there's fucking a change to begin with. What there did was. what did last guy do wrong and what did the, this guy coming back do well that everyone's excited for? I think Steve's better boys to do this one. <laughs> basically, anything that's customer friendly, Bob Chapek threw out the window. You know, yeah. he took he took out the simple reservation system they had at parks. He increased the price of everything. He increased the price of Disney Plus. He like everything that's consumer like bad. He did you know because he saw he sees Disney as a business, whereas Bob Iger also sees it as a business, but he also sees it as like Walt Disney's vision to bring happiness to everyone. So he like kind of toes that line better. He's just a way better uh, CEO. I got it. So Disney parks won't cost me a kidney anymore. Or it, 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 it'll cost you one instead of two. Yeah. One instead of got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that the reception once this news came out was unanimously like happy. People were so happy that Iger was coming back up because Chapik just, brought so much bad i mean i guess there was like internal turmoil too because Iger still had such a prominent say so and things that were going on with disney even when he stepped away from the ceo spot so him coming back was just kind of like rejoice everybody was was super happy um so we'll see what that does as far as like you know upcoming uh movies whether it be mcu star wars or any of their other like animation stuff what what's going to come in the pipeline for that i think our show at times we're like clairvoyant because I know in the past we have talked about the state of DC and how DC has just struggled and everything has been like a miss and they needed to get themselves someone like James Gunn who would probably turn this fucking thing around and make it better. And holy shit, <laughs> no sooner do we say that out loud that James Gunn and Peter Safran are basically becoming co-CEOs of DC film, TV and animation I think now with Gunn there, DC is going to be what it should. I don't think it's going to compete at the MCU level. It's kind of the argument we always have with um, Xbox versus PlayStation and stuff. Um, I think in this sense, they're behind. And But Gunn's going to fucking elevate the game for DC so much. What do you guys think about that? I mean, obviously, it's a great move. And I, you know, would, I kind of disagree. I think DC with a vision... They kind of have the more edgier, obviously, heroes, right? You know, Batman and all that shit, and Peacemaker and all that. I think they can make a play for it and, like, start off fresh, have a game plan, have a, you know, say what you, like, you know, no mystery that I'm tired of Marvel, but they have a fucking set plan, which is, like, 10 years in advance, which is insane, and they stick to it. So if DC did something like that with their edgier heroes and their little weirdo fucking people, I think they can do a little power play. Yeah, they're already starting to talk about having certain movies that are going to be outside of the main universe and everything like that. And I think, unfortunately, as as much as I like to see like stuff like Joker and you know things that are outside the universe, it it confuses people. You know, we're really entrenched in this stuff, so we get it, but a lot of people don't. They don't understand why 
why is there like three Batmans in the same year? It, it just doesn't fucking make sense to people. It doesn't compute. And they need to get away from that. And that's the thing that's great about Marvel, whether you're watching, you know, an animated film, a TV special, a television show or a movie, they're all connected within the same universe. So it makes sense. It's I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I love James Gunn. I think he's fucking fantastic. But we've only seen him in his element, right? Taking weird characters and making stories out of them. We've never really seen him do something like on a grand scale. He He's good with the weird small stuff. I don't know if he's going to be as good with a Superman rather than a Peacemaker. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I trust him. I want to see what he does, but I'm not sure. You know, you know what I don't want to see is the Joker musical. That just sounds no. so awful on paper. Please cancel it. Please be like, hey, we're canceling that shit. Just, we're not just, doing le- that. just leave that Joker as a one and done because it was so good. <laughs> that, that's the project they specifically referenced as God. something outside the universe. <laughs> so that's not, yeah. Uh, well i guess i guess the good thing is like where marvel at is at right now with the multiverse maybe that's something dc might pursue uh, it's kind of like olympus has fallen and white house down you know oh, similar movies white house down so terrible <laughs> no they're bad but they're similar movies that come out like the same year yeah. so maybe that's what we're gonna get is like you got the flash flashpoint movie that's set in the multiverse right that's, that's that supposed still to come happening out. i don't fucking know what's going on with that thing dude i that mean that guy's like going have, to jail <laughs> yeah, no, not even, dude. They they had him on set doing reshoots like in the last couple months. Me? Yes, man. They canceled. Famous, he can do everything. They canceled the Supergirl movie, the Batgirl movie, but then they brought this motherfucker back to do reshoots because they don't want to like kidnapping lose. people or something. Like, kidnapping gosh. people in a hospital. Yeah, so I mean, I think they're in better hands than they were before. Hopefully, like I said, he can bring some kind of clarity and leadership. Um, in, into this role that he's going to be taking uh, last couple of things. And then we'll move on gears award, live action movie and adult animated series is a go at Netflix. Um, I know, <clears throat> excuse me that, uh, fuck his name, his real name escapes me, but Bautista, give me his real name. Dave Bautista. Dave, Dave Bautista. Yeah. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't remember his first name. Schwarzenegger, like, what is it? Uh, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Oh yeah. Arnold. Uh, Dave Bautista is totally ready for that fucking role of Marcus Phoenix. And, I I would love to see what they do with Gears of War. I mean, Netflix, uh, you got Paramount Plus has Halo. Uh, Netflix is known for throwing out some good shit, too. Um, so to see a Gears of War would be fucking pretty cool, man. Live action. Oh, chills to see that fucking rev the... Yeah, I'm, I'm worried that Netflix has it. Um, I, I just... I mean, shoot, it's been so long. and It's like Bioshock, man. They've been teasing this shit forever. Bioshock's on, it's not... Gears is on, it's not. At this point, if you don't cast Batista, people are going to fucking revolt. Like, he is Marcus <laughs> yeah. Phoenix, just like uh, Terry Crews is um, Coltrane, baby. Coltrane. So it's like, <laughs> although that voice actor for uh, Coltrane is really good, too, but Terry yeah. Crews has got to be that fucking guy. Um, then he pulled Tom Cruise's beard, and I think he fucking got it. Like <laughs> Tom Cruise's beard? Stop! <laughs> but uh, please... Uh, Who's Dom Santiago? Uh, in a Hispanic actor, it's got Jason, Jason Momoa. No, Jason, not Jason Momoa. Jason or the Rock. Momoa. The Rock. No, not the Rock. Damn it. <laughs> I know. I know. We John have to cast him in everything. Apparently, Johnson <laughs> would be very good as Baird. Actually, Very if they're doing an Baird. older, because they have, if they do Marcus Phoenix as Dave Batista and uh, Terry Crews, it could be an older one. And yeah, yeah. John Cena would be a cool Baird. Yeah, I think Netflix could pull this one off. I think and, it'd be a strong and then, um, movie. Uh, Hoffman would definitely be. Uh, What's his name in Breaking Bad? Hank. It's got to be Hank. Hank Schrader. Yep. Hank Schrader. 
Uh, I was watching Total Recall with him in it the other day, last night. Actually. With his vagina face? <laughs> Doesn't he have like a split down his face or something? Yeah. You have a nerve showing your face around here. <laughs> Look who's talking. <laughs> okay, last couple things. Uh, Game Awards shows around the corner, December 8th. Um, I have a meeting that day, so I don't know that I'm going to be able to actually follow this live, um, but I will definitely catch up on it. I'm looking forward to all the new things they're going to announce. Hopefully Spider-Man 2 footage, hopefully um, all kinds of like really cool, interesting shit that we could eventually play here on the show. Um, my last things that I want to leave off with, Steve, I want to fight with you a little bit. Um, Sony Microsoft drama, Call of Duty, 10 years, five years, Activision, Blizzard acquisition, like What's going to end up happening here? What do you foresee is going to be the solution for all this? Oh, my God. I've never seen two companies want, like, their arguments are always, no, we're not that good. <laughs> Stop saying we're good. We're shit. No, they're better. You know, it's like with the weirdest thing. They keep, like, putting themselves down to look like they're smaller so they can, like, get their point across. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I don't think it's going to go through. Uh, I think, you know, Sony are too much, like, they're big babies, so they won't... Uh, you know, they don't want the less happen. It's they're literally trying to fight what they do all the time, right? Which is the weirdest thing. So I don't know. It's it's a weird but when you but, say they do it when you say they do it all the time, are you talking because Call of it, Duty isn't a first party game, it's a third party game. So it's well, always now, yeah. But what I'm saying be, is though. They're, and that's they're arguing like, against themselves, like yeah. You're and even your Money. argument, which I agree too, first party games are better on Sony right but their first party games that means a certain demographic doesn't get to play it so sony bitching about call of duty being only on xbox is like well aren't you doing that with spider-man and fucking last of Us, all that shit like i don't get their point i think the way it's, i see it sorry is call of duty such a fucking player for yeah. sony that if they take that away then all their shit falls apart like that's for for then everyone those, but then Nintendo. Those exclusives, <laughs> then those exclusives aren't as good as they make them out to be or don't perform as well if they're going to be hit so hard from Call of Duty. I, I mean, obviously, it comes down to money, right? Because Call of Duty, just that that band base, they, they eat that shit up. It's a pretty decent game. And if you like first-person shooter multiplayer, it's always Call of Duty for the most part, right? Um, I just think, I guess my perspective is, yeah, you're right. PlayStation does do it. They're fucking greedy. You know, I've, I've said that plenty of times. But when you look at it, you got PlayStation pushing out games like The Last of Us and um, El- not Elden Ring, excuse me, Last of Us and fucking Uncharted and shit God like that. God of War. And then you've got, you look at like first party titles for Xbox. Yes, they have Game Pass, which is just fucking no comparison. Game Pass is legit. But when you think about their first party exclusives, the two biggest ones that always come up, or at least that I've seen or read up on, is Forza and Gears of War. And Halo. And Halo, and Halo, excuse me, three. But even this last Halo they just released, it was loved for like the first week. And now it's like, oh, it's not that great. It's missing this, it's missing that. So I think when you compare those first parties, yeah, PlayStation blows it out the water. And taking Call of Duty away, that's a lot of fucking money. And PlayStation's like, I want that fucking money too. You're going to give me a 10-year deal. My new console comes out in like 2020 fucking, I don't know, seven. And I'm only going to have one hit one call of duty game on there that's not fair you, you, you know what the crazy thing is though like people say god of war is way more successful than halo but i would disagree because people are still playing halo and probably put way more money into it now than god of war will in six months right microtransactions because, yeah. I'm just kidding. well yeah absolutely it's free uh, infinity 
if you think uh, Halo Infinite is free, right? It's a free to play. Yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah. micro. I thought I read an article last month that said, you know, everything's great with Game Pass and everything, but what happens when the prices increase? Because I think IGN had put out an article saying that every Xbox S and X that is sold right now, Microsoft is still losing about two hundred dollars, and with Game Pass. They're keeping it at $14 right now, but after the holidays, there's going to be an increase in Xbox prices and Game Pass. So at what point, I mean, does it ever kind of get to the point where you start seeing like, hey, it's not as great as it was in the beginning? Or do you still kind of like those day one exclusives drops? And you have to compare it to everything, right? Netflix is fucking $16.99 a month. You know, it's like... Mine's 21 yeah, so there you go, right? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, you have to compare it to other services. They're really cheap compared to like True. services. There, so it's like anything. People will bitch about everything. And... Yeah. yeah, I think um, it's 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 a nice to have, man. And when you lose that nice to have two hundred game window and oh, Infinite Day One and blah blah blah, I think people will pay for it. I think as they get to the point too, like with every other thing in media, prices will go up until they push the consumer too far. Then it drops yeah, back. Crash. Down. I think yep. it'll go up to 20, 25 bucks an hour, 25 bucks a month. And you're like, fuck this. I'm out. It'll drop back <laughs> down. Like it always does. So, yeah. But yeah, dude, it's like, think about all the money you wasted as a young lad and you're buying these games day one and they fucking suck. Like, and you waste yeah. 50 bucks and you go to a GameStop and are like, I'll give you fucking 10 bucks. But I just opened it, sir. Yeah. And then, like you're screwed. Now, like Game Pass, how many times have like, you load up a game, not you, Mono, because you don't delete anything, but you load it up a game. I have been. I have been. It sucks <laughs> balls. And like, all right, I don't feel this after 30 minutes. It yeah. didn't cost me a single thing. That's awesome. <laughs> the, be- the best thing I could say about Game Pass for me personally, I'm a chronic. I'll buy everything because I might play it in the future. Right. That was my motto. Like in one day, I'm going to play this. The chances of me playing it, like fucking nothing. But I buy it because it's on sale. And I think one day I might play it. This Black Friday, I didn't even look at what was on sale because I don't care because I have so much on Game Pass that it doesn't matter to me what else is out there. So that's like the biggest compliment I could give to Game Pass is it stopped me, who's notorious for doing this, from buying games at all because I know I'm just going to play them on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Like I was looking through the Black Friday sale and I'm like, it's almost a Game Pass commercial because... It's like available to download, available to download, available. I'm like, what the fuck am I buying? And it's like you're essentially <laughs> buying skins for $1.99 opposed to five bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I don't. I'm thank thank thankfully I'm not a freaking microtransaction guy. I don't care about armor and things like that, so I never buy that stuff. I well, let me backtrack. If I'm playing like a Street Fighter or something, and I want to unlock a character or like a Mortal Kombat, and I want to get to T1000. I'll buy that shit. But like as far as like buying a hat or whatever, I don't do that. So yeah, Game Pass is just fucking. It's killing it. But yeah, that's going to suck when that price increases. I, I For me, just to kind of leave off my final thought for the, especially Game Pass specifically, I love that idea. It's fucking great. No way that PlayStation mimics it at all. But the thing for me is I'm not as much as an indie game player. And that's a lot of what you'll find on Xbox and a lot of older titles. Um, I like to stay with within my know what I like to play. So I'm not going to go outside unless you guys pick something or like, hey, play Angry Video Game Nerd or some shit like that. I'm going to play what I want. Um, And I just feel like when I'm looking at what titles I may own or want to own for PlayStation 5, I always kind of go that way, knowing that I'll play those fucking games as opposed to Xbox, where I'm like, "Ah, I really don't feel like playing uh, Fable 1. I mean, that game's old. I want to play something else. So, But we're in a very fortunate spot. We're very lucky and thankful that we even have this and are able to play them 
Um, I mean, I know I'm forever thankful to be able to have both systems and if I can get the get the joy out of playing them both. So, all right, let's move on to our next what watched, read, and played. Um, I want to take this one first because I mentioned it last episode and I wanted to kind of elaborate a little bit more. Uh, so tonight, uh, what I watched recently, The Northman. And I really went into it, Todd. I really went into it. You were like, you know, if you're not a Roger Eggers fan, you may not like it. I love The Witch. I haven't seen The Lighthouse yet. It's always on there. And I keep thinking about this notorious scene of him boning a, a bed or something like that. <laughs> or, yeah, or, he does. <laughs> And I want to watch it. But um, so I watched the Northman because I saw it was streaming for free and it got all kinds of love in the theater. And it was just the action was cool. I love the action. I love um the the twist towards the end, but it was just so fucking like over the top, dude. And I just I was bored like maybe 45, 50% of this movie. Um I don't know, man. It just was it did I not will hit avenge with you, me. father. I will rescue your mother. I will kill you. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe, maybe it's because I've seen so many fucking Valhalla Nordic type things. I mean, between the game, AC Valhalla, fucking Thor Love and Thunder, um, this shit. I, I just, I don't know. For me, it was more enjoyable than Green Knight, but this was one of those movies where I'm like, thank God I didn't fucking pay for it. Um, and that it was free streaming because I just, they found no joy in it, man. So. And then um, what read, and I'll ask you this question, Todd, if I should finish reading the book or not, but I read I Am Legend. The book that I have has the base story for I Am Legend, and then it has a couple other like short stories that I guess he wrote. Um, should I leave it off as I I Am Legend and just like I read that and the book's over, or should I read the rest of the short stories? It sounds like it's a short story collection, then not based in the I Am Legend universe, right? Um, By Matt did I do? Yeah, so it's if, this one right here. I know, I know we're an audio one, but I'm just showing Todd real quick. I would, I honestly have only read the standalone I Am Legend, and I love okay. that fucking book. I, what'd you think of it? I was enjoying it, especially the setting because it's actually set like in like with, with the Will Smith one. It's kind of like futuristic, like 2000s. As with this one, it's like the 50s, 60s. I think it was, um, and I enjoyed it up until the ending. I really didn't like the ending of the book. I was like, this is uh, not what I was expecting. You know, I'm. 170 pages or whatever invested in reading it and i got to that final page and read it i'm like ah oh, man like i, I am legend wanna... bro yeah it was it was actually a good read um some of the short stories are actually pretty cool maybe i'll finish them but um, i am legend like i said the book uh, up until the ending that story um i wasn't really a fan of um and then lastly i finished one of my shameless games that i haven't played since release and that's god of war 2018 fuck man i deserve to get punched in the fucking throat for not playing this game when it released because holy shit it was number one the game's fucking beautiful on the ps5 um the fighting is what kind of turned me off before because the fighting in the original games is different than in this one um, but once you kind of get in the thick of it this story is just fucking absolutely amazing it's so much fun um it's like goes to tsushima i totally regret not playing it day, day one release um, I loved it so much so that I, when I pre-ordered Ragnarok, as soon as I finished this game, I put in Ragnarok and started playing that. But God of War 2018 is 100% needed to be played. Um, whether you guys play it on a PS4 or get a PS5, that should be your first fucking game to play. It's it's perfect. It's a perfect fucking game. Is that all? 
Alrighty, I got a couple books here. First of all is Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the novelization of his movie that he wrote. And he's writing books now, which is cool. Um, if you've seen the movie, uh, this is a very good companion piece. It's very different from the film. I don't know if you guys like the film or not. I did. It wasn't my favorite of his, though. Um, but the book is pretty cool. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. Uh, the next one is another book called The Kaiju Preservation Society by John Scalzi, who wrote one of my favorite books, Old Man's War. Um, but this one, it sucked, man. I hated it. Um, it's about a alternate dimension where kaiju exists. And like these researchers go in there to like keep them fucking on their kaiju side because Godzilla actually was a thing that happened in fucking 1940 or whatever, blah, blah, blah. What I didn't like about it was the cute, cute, cute fucking comedy they put in this. All the social shit. Uh fucking republicans democrats uh covid was in here um vaccines was in here it was like can i just read about a fun romp through the kaiju fucking preservation area instead of all this bullshit like when i want to watch movies and read stuff like i just want to like keep like political shit out of it i don't want to deal with real life shit that i'm in my media i just want to escape you know what i mean so i hated all that shit um so i gave it a two out of five uh next he just wants to a... see two kai fucking that's all hey, he wants hey, there was a sex scene in there between two kaiju so question answered wish answered uh i have no mouth and i must scream by harlan ellison is a considered a classic sci-fi little short story and essentially it's about in the future you know we've heard the story before right man creates a supercomputer supercomputer hates man kills all of us but the supercomputer is so angry at humanity because now like what else can it do it can't leave earth it's stuck right so the computer keeps four humans alive makes them immortal just to torture them and kill them and then bring them back to life so very dark um and the computer um he says at the end like i have no mouth and i must scream so like he's trapped in his own thing and that's why he's mad at humanity so it's a little clever uh moving on to books i mean sorry moving on to movies here uh i watched a christmas story christmas uh which is a direct sequel to a christmas story from whatever 80 something that came out um ralphie's all grown up and his dad has passed away so he goes back to his um his old house and meets up with his old buddies and he's trying to save christmas and honor his father it's similar to hocus pocus where it's a one-time watch where it was like it was cute it was effective full of nostalgia right i love seeing ralphie and his friends and the old house and the town and um uh scott farkas comes back and all that stuff but is it like a great movie not in my opinion there's a lot of stuff thrown in there but since i love seeing all those characters in that setting again it ended up being a strong performance for me but not something that i would revisit i'd much rather go back to christmas story over that one and uh finally video games here because we're also a video game podcast it's uh modern warfare 2 which just came out uh within the month and um Happy to say I'm doing pretty well in multiplayer. I'm not getting my ass kicked every time now. Um, but the story, man, like it definitely took a seat back from Modern Warfare before this one came out. Uh, what, two years ago or so? That one had like a lot of cool stuff in it. And this one kind of like took what was good and overdid it, right? We have a bunch of different freaking like uh, stealthy kind of missions. We have one where uh, they have Call of Duty Warzone, which is like a PUBG knockoff, right? but you like find stuff and scavenge and make bombs and stuff. And one entire mission is your character loses his weapons. And now he has to go around the town hiding from um, mercenaries 
and he gets like, I found chemicals, mate. He's like, good, make a chemical bomb. So you like do that shit and you find metal and you find duct tape. And it's like an intro to Warzone, which I do not want to see multiplayer stuff in my campaign. It sucks. And then one of the best, like cool characters, Alejandro is a Mexican special forces guy who I love playing as soap and all them. They're back. But Alejandro, the Mexican guy, was like a standout character for me. And this guy named Graves, this American mercenary that was supposed to be, uh, he's a good guy, right? But twist, someone's got to be bad in this, right? And the reason they betray each other is the stupidest fucking reason of all time. If they just would have talked to each other instead of fucking pulling guns out, everything would have been resolved. But like at one moment, they're like, they, they yeah, we defeated the, the bad guy. They're high-fiving next scene they're like all right get the fuck out of the car you're you're not on our team anymore and then they start shooting each other and i'm like we don't have better writing for this triple a game that made a billion dollars this is why we're betraying each other so i hated that aspect of it i love that character and then when they snapped for no reason at all the whole thing falls apart um number three coming out it's already set up we already know that they're coming after another major player from the game that betrayed them but number two, the story is definitely a letdown. Is it fun? Yeah. I mean, those AAA games, they fucking spend money on them, so it's good to see that. But the story was uh, very, very like lackluster and forgettable. So that's Modern Warfare, and that's it for today. Cool. Uh, so my uh, watch, I, I'm still playing Dreamlight Valley, so <laughs> I don't have anything new to talk about video games, but I am switching to Bioshock soon. I'm looking forward to that. So my first movie is something I watched on the plane that I've like I should have watched a long time ago, but I kept putting it off. And finally, I'm like, fuck, I, I really need to watch this movie. And that's uh, Moneyball. So this uh, movie is starring Brad Pitt. He plays the uh, GM of the Oakland A's in like 2004 or something like that, 2003 or four in that era. And he loses all his good players. And it's the beginning of, the, you know, before the new season. And they're trying to figure out who can replace those players. But uh, he's starting to realize that, you know what? We're just doing the same shit over and over again. And we're just never going to be able to replicate these players. So he meets uh, Jonah Hill's character, who's like a mathematician. And he just, um, like, figures out that there's statistics that you can use to use underutilized players that would be just as good by, uh, like, calculating how often they get on base versus, like, their hitting stats and stuff like that. So he trusts this guy, and they go through the system, and it kind of goes throughout the season of how that whole thing works out. It's a really fucking well-made film. I love sports uh, films, especially baseball and hockey, because, I don't know, they just have something special to them, and... It's cool to see for once how it works like behind the scenes as opposed to on the field because of most baseball movies, it's what happens on the field. So I really enjoyed uh, watching this movie. The performances are fucking fantastic. It is a little slow at times. You know, there's not a whole lot that goes on, but I think it's a fantastic movie and I'm glad that I finally fucking got to watch it. I love uh, Moneyball. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, Billy Bean was probably really happy that Brad Pitt portrayed him. Because they get it. <laughs> the same. You don't get any better than that. Yeah, fuck yeah, Brad Pitt's playing me. Yes, but that's a young Chris Pratt too. He's a uh, yeah. Chris Pratt is the base or first base in that movie. Yeah, first base. Yeah, not yeah. uh, great. Um, my second one, I you know I love to go down the rabbit hole of stuff we watch. So I saw that Cyborg Two was available on Tubi. Three isn't, so I'm not going to chase it. But two 
it stars Angelina Jolie, Elias Koteas, who most people know as Casey Jones from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, and Jack Palance. Yes. Jack, Jack Palance, man, from City Slickers and a bunch of stuff like that. So, fuck, that's a great cast. So I figured, you know, I got nothing to lose. I'll check it out. So in this one, it takes place in the future, obviously, and uh, these the two factions, the Japanese and the Americans, want control of the cyborgs, and they're kind of competing to see who's going to get full control of them. So the Americans figure out a way to implant like a bomb into a cyborg so that they can uh, essentially sabotage the Japanese and win the uh, the, you know, the te- technology war that the both of them are waging. So what they do is they use this uh, model that's played by Angelie Jolie and they plant the bomb in her and, you know, want to destroy the Japanese. Meanwhile, Jack Palance's character, he's like this ultra almost like the wizard of oz like he sees everything that's going on he's part of the resistance and he tells her that she needs to find essentially a hero and they actually show van damme as like a former hero to a cyborg and they're like you need to find your version of that and sure enough uh she goes to her trainer which is played by elias Pateas, and that's who she picks to save her uh get her to um mercy who's the jack crown's character and get the bomb out of her before you know it kills everyone it's not a great movie i mean obviously i didn't expect it to be i read in the imdb that angelina jolie uh bawled her eyes out after seeing it because it was so fucking bad (laughs) that uh she couldn't believe like that she was in that movie but i gotta say i fucking like spoiler alert liked it way more than cyborg uh i think it's a decent like cheap sci-fi film you know like a 80s not great graphics a sci-fi film i think it's passable like i'm not ha- i'm not mad i watched it and it's like i said it's not a great film but if you're gonna watch a cyborg i think this is the one to watch over the one that we're reviewing tonight and finally in this one i think mondo can also say a few things on i watched the guardians of the galaxy holiday special over on disney plus and this one simple um the guardians of the galaxy they bought nowhere from the collector and they're trying to fix it up again and they realize that it's around like christmas time on earth so to kind of help star lord who's you know bummed out because he's still searching for gamora uh, drax and mantis decide to go to earth and get him the ultimate present which is his fucking idol kevin bacon so they you know steal kevin bacon and kidnap him to bring him to Star-Lords to give him the Christmas spirit. And there's a bunch of other stuff. There are some payoffs from previous movies that were surprising. Uh, There are new characters that come into play, including Cosmo, that we finally get to actually see more than just a cameo, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, I think it's a good holiday special. I mean, don't go in expecting too much. It is just a 40-minute kind of fun thing. It's not like they expand on the lore a lot. They do a little bit. I mean, the fact that they bought Nowhere and, um, you know, the collector's still alive and they reveal something else at the end of the of the special that was not too surprising, but it's cool to be, get it confirmed. Uh, and I, I enjoyed it. It's not something I think I'll necessarily watch often. You know, maybe I'll pop it in every few years, but uh, definitely not mad I watched it. And I'm loving these Marvel kind of, uh, they call them special presentations. So this is the second one, Werewolf by Night was the other one, and that's my favorite horror thing I watched this year, so that's saying a lot. Um, So yeah, I thought it was great. What do you think, Mondo? 
Oh man, I loved it. Um, like you said, the specials that they've done, Werewolf by Night for Halloween, and now this one for Christmas. Um, the wife, I always say this when I watch things that I like because she usually doesn't like them. Um, she sat there with myself and firstborn to watch this, and we were laughing throughout the whole fucking thing. I mean, it's it's got the spirit, the Christmas spirit. Mantis totally steals uh this whole thing. Mantis and Drax are just so great in this. It's funny, dude. Um, Todd, I know you like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, those characters they're really good together you if you haven't seen it um you and the kids and the wife will love this man it's for me personally this is something that i'll watch as christmas comes um you know around the corner and the next year uh because it was enjoyable it was a lot of fun and a lot of little easter eggs like you told me they would be steve um and it's just fuck it it's fun it's a fun ride and mantis steals the show surprisingly like mantis yeah. was a kind of so-so character to me but uh, she fucking kills it in the special. So. <laughs> yeah. And Drax, too. I, I love Drax. He's so funny. So he's Drax is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready to get into some listener questions before we get to that trivia? Yeah. 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 All right. So did we have any audio or we just we have do. Discord? No, we got All some right. audio. Uh, Chuck is back. Yeah. Back with a vengeance. The... So Chuck. Yeah. Give me that Tennessee tickle. All right. What <laughs> is your first question? What's up, Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast? Chuck here. I know, I know. It's been far too long. You missed it. I missed it too. I mean, let's... It's a thing, okay? It's a thing. But we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to do what everyone thinks we're going to do and just freak out, man. Now we're just going to enjoy it, okay? And enjoying it, we shall. By doing a fantasy draft. That's right. It's fantasy draft time for Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. That's right. The muscles from Brussels. The guy who's like, I don't want to play the predator because, well, you're not going to see my face. But I'm going to do a movie later on where I'm going to walk out of a lake and some kids are going to see my dangling. And and then they're going to talk about it to their mom at the dinner table, making me essentially a sexual predator. But I don't want to be that guy. So, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme, let's do it. Let's do five movies each. Uh, see who's got the best one. So, get it. Have a great show. Look forward to the episode. Love you. Mean it. J- just to be clear, we're doing films that Jean-Claude Van Damme is in. Yes. Uh, so. All right. So, my first one, my first pick, is going to be Bloodsport. So I'm, I'm going to write them down so I remember. Okay. Bloodsport. Okay. He's doing Bloodsport. Uh, I'm doing Universal Soldier because it's his best movie. Ah, come on. We'll talk about that later, but <laughs> I, I just want to eat. So <laughs> I, I get two picks because yeah. so I'm picking Expendables 2. No, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to pick Last Action Hero. Mm. Oh, it's Cameo. Okay. Um, then I'm going nope. with it's Todd. It's, it's Todd. Going Todd like yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get one pick, right? Yep. I'm going Street Fighter. Street Fighter is fucking legit, man, and so goofy. It's fun. Yeah. All right. I'll go. I'll go. Death Warrant for the Sandman. Okay. And second, you get another pick again. Um, I will do <laughs> the the most controversial one that I saw of him. Uh, nowhere to run. <laughs> is that the penis penis one? Yes, he's got a big dick, mama. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I'll go missing in action because Chuck Norris, baby. Avenging oh shit! Vietnam vets, I believe. Okay, so I'm gonna go the quest. Oh. And I'm also going to do Lionheart. I just want to. Oh. I just want to Lionheart. Uh, time cop. Damn it! Kickboxer. Okay, one more. And then I will do Sudden Death. Okay. All right. I'm still in Minions, The Rise of Gru. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Minions. And I'm going to finish off with, let's do, hmm. No one's doing cyborg, huh? No one's yeah, say no one's doing cyborg. Or or universal soldier regeneration. <laughs> Did someone take oh, I saw that one. Yeah, so you took okay, so I'm gonna I take took... um double team. Monaco? The Monaco one where he's the gay karate guy? Black, <laughs> Black Eagle. Black Eagle looks cool. All no right. retreat, no surrender. Black Eagle. You guys ready? Yes, so, yes sir. So this is our list. And uh, we're we're gonna ask Chuck to t- tell us. Which who's got the best? Got who's got the best and who wins this? Oh, and people on Discord can tell us as well. We'd love to hear from you or on Twitter or anything. We're just curious. So Mondo's <laughs> crew. If App if Apple is, doesn't pull us off of Twitter. Right. <laughs> uh Mondo's crew is Bloodsport, Death Warrant, Nowhere to Run, Kickboxer, and Sudden Death. That's Hit pretty boxer. strong. Uh Todd has yeah. Universal Soldier, mm. Street Fighter, yep. mi- missing in action. Sure. Time Cop. Sure. And Minions Rise of Gru. Haven't seen it. Uh, it. Haven't seen it, but I'll take his it. His name is his name is John Claude in that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I have Expendables 2, Last Action Hero, The Quest, Lionheart, and Double Team. Ooh, I don't know. I think Todd, you got the weakest link there. Uh it's okay. I've only seen like four of his movies, so <laughs> uh, all right. Chuck, you gotta let us know, man, who wins who wins this draft. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's all we had in audio questions. Okay, now let's move on to some more questions we got on Discord. The first of the night coming from the homie Cody, Oddjob versus 007. His first question, how much pain would you three be in if you did the JCVD splits? If oh. I attempted to do those splits, I'm tearing asshole, taint, mm-hmm. ball sack, <laughs> quads, everything. I, I'm dead. Spines <laughs> separating yeah. from my corpse. Uh, I, I'm fucking, I'm dead after that, dude. Yeah, I, I would fucking, you just find like two of my testicles like rolling across the floor. <laughs> and like, a, yeah, no, that's not even close. I probably can't even get a fucking quarter of the way down, man. That guy's. Have you ever, have you guys ever done a split? No. No. Fuck yeah, me either. And he still ever... do them is a the question. I think he yeah. can. Yeah, he yeah. can. He, he okay. proved it like on a talk show, like not super long wow. ago. Yeah. That guy bounces uh, on his balls every time he does that, though. Yeah. That's te- ultimate oh, teabag, oh, 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 oh. dude. Yeah, I, I, there's no way. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> there's no way. What, what What about in our younger days? Do you think you could pull it off? No, because nope. we've all tried and we never yeah, succeeded. Right? I, I so could never that. do it. Oh, I was, I was, I was yeah, never flexible. That was not a yeah. one of my skills. You think he's ever done it on the chair and just teabag some somebody? Like, oh, oh for, sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I would. They did some could. fucking wild shit in their day, man. Oh, I'm sure. Kylie Minogue. Oh, uh, Street Fighter. Whew. Cody's uh, second question of the night is going to be, the director of Cyborg passed yesterday. Rest in peace. It was something I'm going to talk about on the review. 
um what of the his other movies have you guys seen and could you rank them and i think this is a unanimous uh i've never seen anything else i have i have too i have it well i have it i've only seen cyborg okay well there you go nice ranking there (laughs) steve steve and i have the same one probably probably uh you go for it you go doll man baby what oh no that's something no really you did did doll man he did doll man okay well there you go i've seen three then what's your other one so i would rank doll man first okay Captain America second, oh, and, uh, and Cyborg last. Okay. Yeah, Dol- <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I love Dollman. That was actually a yeah. fucking legit oh, movie. Dollman's really good. If you guys yeah. don't remember, it's like a little dude from the future, but he's like 10 inches tall, and he goes to our time, and he has to fight like bad guys, but he's only like fucking 10 inches tall and solid. I've never seen it's that. It's really shit. good, though. It's a full moon production. You should definitely check it yeah. out. It's on Tubi. Todd told me Tubi, to watch it, and it was, yeah. it was fucking gem. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, though. Like, I was uh, <clears throat> reading a lot about his career and the production of this movie and all that, and his vision for it and all that stuff. And then I read that um, before it was announced that he died, like, he he uh, announced that he would love to hear from his fans in his final days. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That? And then he passed a few days later. I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, and, to, uh, and to just kind of clarify, director's name is Albert Pion, and it does suck. I mean, I didn't. I didn't know the health of this dude or anything like that. And for this to happen just a few days before review cyborg, it's like, it sucks, man. I mean, hopefully, hopefully some of the thoughts tonight that we have are, are good enough for him up there, man, to be like, Hey, at least one of these three bastards love this movie. Uh, spoiler alert. alert. Yes. <laughs> well, there's, I have things to say about it too. And our final question from the, uh, for the night is going to be from the homie raining blood. His question is, what's everyone's top three JCVD movies? We did get some inside of the Discord, some responses. Uh, Rise Horror Corner, No Order, Bloodsport, Lionheart, Sudden Death, um, and then Raining Blood himself is Universal Soldier, Lionheart, and Bloodsport. But this is hard. I, I said in the Discord, this is hard because JCVD for me personally is like right after Arnold. Um, I know that's kind of crazy we all have our own opinions on on where we stand with our action stars but jcvd for me was up there so i'll take it first my number one favorite movie and this is going based off of what i've watched multiple times is going to be blood sport um that just the fucking scene that always cracks me up is ah it's just it's fucking perfect as jcvd for me every time uh number two is going to be universal soldier absolutely love that movie it's the fucking kid man these i didn't even know what was going on i just knew that there was these badass dudes in this fucking military wear that was so futuristic back then um and it was just super cool i love dolph lundgren he's another one of my favorite action stars does he have as many good hits as these other guys Eh, maybe rocky four is it i think um but i love dolph lundgren and jcvd interaction and then my last one a more current era movie and that's expendables 2 uh, because you get JCVD and all his quirkiness and muscles from Brussels with all those other 80s, 90s stars. is just fucking perfect. So those are my, my top three in order. All right. In order for me, Universal Soldier, that was a VHS tape hit. I watch that all the time. I just want to eat. I fucking love it, man. Uh, following up with Bloodsport for what you mentioned too, Mondo. Like it's so, his reaction in that is so good. And I like his, his biker sidekick too. What's his face? He's hilarious, and he gets his fucking head crushed in or something. Um, and then Street Fighter, man. Street Fighter is so goofy, and him is like Guile. Like when you look at the game, and you, then you compare it to him, you're like, what the fuck is he playing him for? But it's it's so funny. There's like a boat at the end that's so like 
it's just awful. The movie's awful. Blanca's fucking stupid, but Cammy's hot, and it's just a fun movie. So Street Fighter's at number three for me. So I'm not going to count Expendables 2 because as much as I love it, it would be my number one. I just don't feel it's a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, you know, even though he's in it. So I'm going to go outside of that for this one. So at number three, I'm going to go Lionheart, which is a movie about an underdog guy who goes into a fighting tournament, you know, and uh, fights in that. So and then the my... last Mortal Kombat movie, essentially. <laughs> and my second one is uh, The Quest which is about an under an underdog guy who goes into a fighting tournament and then fights other people. <laughs> and my number one is Bloodsport, where he plays, you know, an underdog guy who goes into a fighting tournament. Wow, that's that's <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> fuck, yeah. dude. He he has quite the range as yeah, a character yeah. actor. But if we're gonna keep going, you know, we got Kickboxer <laughs> where he's uh under you know, and then we got Street Fighter where he play, goes uh, into a fighting tournament. I want you to I want you to go up to him in his face and tell him this at 63 years old. Dude, I love him. I'm, I love those movies, but it's like, it's the same fucking movie over and over. D- didn't John claude beat Seagal's ass? Oh, dude, no, don't, no, let's not talk about it because okay, I have yeah, that in the notes. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, but his friend in Bloodsport was uh, Ray Jackson, Don, played by Donald Gibb, the big ass white dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, and then the big ass love... Chinese guy kicked his ass. Oh, right? yeah. Ah. Dude, that That's motherfucker. Another... He he's uh he's kicking fucking concrete right at one point. Yeah, that Gosh, dude scared the shit that. out of me as a kid, man. Yeah. That Asian dude, the fuck, he just walk around with his titties like fucking pulsating. Like, your popping, dude, popping. He's popping, locking his pecs, dude. Crazy. Why? Yeah, that movie's fucking great, and he does have range, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the questions for tonight. Always appreciate you guys sending those in so we can talk and joke around about them. Now it is time for trivia. I need to get. I need to get some points here tonight, fellas. So give me, give me the read me off those numbers. Do you want the numbers? Because they're not looking good. You're at one. They're point. not. They're not. You're at one point. Steve's in uh, first place with six. Myself five for the Ugh, overall for the done. year. Steve's in the lead with forty-one. Myself thirty-eight. Mondo twenty-nine. 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 Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna get punished again. I know it. Yeah, I can already <laughs> know what I'm gonna pick. I'll go first. Go for okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, this is an easy one, and I think Mondo, this is for you. So. Oh, but, oh shit. Todd, you have, Todd, you have a shot to collusion. Uh, I didn't collude. What's the seventeenth Marvel movie made in twenty twenty one? In Avengers: Infinity War. Oh god, seventeenth oh, movie in the Marvel Cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in Avengers: Infinity War, which horror movie is name dropped? Infinity War. Infinity War. Far. Which one's Infinity War? So the last one, one, the one where Thanos gets the stones and snaps oh, the shining, so snaps? the shining, not the shining. No, it's you're not the shining. Ready one. Um, yeah, I probably am. What horror movies referenced oh, in Infinity <laughs> War? Oh gosh, it's gonna probably like. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's not the shining. I already said no. No, it's a, I know, yeah, I know, I know. Well, what let it me, is. Todd gets to guess first. Let me fucking try to read Mondo's mind. Okay, let me get the boobs out of his mind. <laughs> um, what horror movie in Infinity War? Horror movie Infinity War. I don't know. Mondo, go ahead. Is this like that one time in that scene in the movie Aliens? That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he uses, he uses I, his knowledge of Alien to kill. Uh, I was just then, watching that shit before we got on here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh yeah, I got a point. Yeah, right, you're up. You're up then. <laughs> okay. This actor was originally set to play the role in tonight's feature review. Oh shit! 
Um, Chuck oh. Norris. Yes, it is. Fucking it's Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes, Chuck it is, Norris. Uh, that would have been a lot weirder than this movie gets. <laughs> it would have been more serious for sure. Well, we'll get to it later. Pull up, pull up mine here. Four clues, baby. Four clues. Here we go. Clue number Ooh. one. The Wonder Years TV show. Wizard. Correct. Wow. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Dang. The other <laughs> ones <laughs> on his comeback earlier. I know. The other, one, the other ones were going to be cross-country travel, competition, Super Mario 3. Yeah. So, yeah. Fred Savage. Yep. Did you have it? You had Wonder Years, right, Steve, up there? Or did, yeah. Did yeah. You not watch I, lo- I loved Wonder Years. Okay. That, that, was, like my, that was my jam at the time. Yeah. All right. On which TV show did JCVD appear and brag that he could crack a walnut with his ass? <laughs> <laughs> Sally Jesse Raphael. No, it's 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 um it's, I'll, I'll <laughs> it's, a, it's a sitcom. <laughs> Make sure I'm cracking a walnut with uh, my ass. Fucking uh, oh, I don't fucking know. Uh, friends. That's right. Friends. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Thank you. Friends I've has been never around seen that long? a single episode of Friends. Well, yeah, of course it was. It was in the 90s. Fuck, I've never watched Friends, ever. Me, me either. I, I've tried, and it's not my thing. Hey, yeah, he's trying ah. to seduce, I think it's Courtney Cox. Steve <laughs> <laughs> breaking with And, and he says, I, I could crack a wall that with my ass. How is that a benefit of her? Well, oh, it's not I, like I, don't, I don't fight, though. I don't, well, two she's begging him? Own, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, all right, my second question <laughs> of the night how much money was JCVD sued for during an accident involving him on the set dollars. of this film? Ten million. We got ten million on the board. So, we'll do uh, closes on a set of which film? This Cyborg. One. Oh, uh, we'll go eight million dollars. He fucking cut his eye out, didn't he? Yes, and unfortunately, Steve is the closest. <laughs> it. it was four hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> That's not even fucking close. You said closest. It's as close as that you're over. (laughs) You're way over. Oh, man. All right. What was JCVD's highest grossing movie that he was the headliner in? Mm. Universe Soldiers? Universe Soldier on the board. Incorrect. I'm going to go with... Oh, I'm trying to think. I'll say Bloodsport. Incorrect. The yeah, one more guess. Time Cop. No, no that Time would Cop. Been my guess anyway. <laughs> I was a Street Fighter. Yeah, Time Cop. Uh, time... <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, that's definitely a porn parody. It's got to yeah, yeah. be. Okay. Freudian slip Time Cop. <laughs> time Cop. Uh, time Cop. Oh, <laughs> time Cop made $103 million. But he's made more money as in someone else's movie by far. I think it was like six hundred million overall his career, opposed to like three hundred by himself. So, damn. All, All right, time card. <laughs> <laughs> Last question for me. Okay, what's the full title of Cyborg Two? Ah, uh, fucker! I just saw your review on that shit today too. Uh, Cyborg Two. Cyborg Two. No. <laughs> Cyborg Two. The resistance. Uh, no. Dang it. Uh, Cyborg Two Resurgence. No. Cyborg. Cyborg. <laughs> you you weren't even close. All right. So the answer is Cyborg Two Glass Shadow. Come on. Well, man. Okay. Okay. It probably has right. nothing to do with it either. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't uh, recall All right. My last question of the night. Steve, I hope uh, you remembered a little bit about Time Crisis, even though oh, it has Christ. nothing to do with the gameplay. All right. I'm, <laughs> you're gonna, it's, it's a two-parter. You got to give me two things, which I'll tell you right now in the question. Time Crisis is a first-person shooter rail light gun sh- game. What yes. month and year was it introduced into arcades? Month and year? Yeah. Right. That's a very specific. Okay, I'll just just give just give me a year. Yeah, just nine, give me a year is fine. Nine, yeah. 94. All right, I'll do closest. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go ninety-two. And the winner is Mr. Leak Conti. Yes. It was released in 95 or oh, introduced yes. in 95. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Redemption. What month? Right. Just out of is it December. Okay. Okay. Four clues to finish off the night. <clears throat> Get ready. Dirty dancing. Oh. He'll kick your ass. No, oh, fuck. Nightclubs. Patrick Swayze? I need the movie. Uh, Roadhouse. You got it. <laughs> Boom! Nice. It's on fire tonight. I like it. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Patrick Swayze kicks ass in that movie, man. He takes mm-hmm. names. Yeah, he so, uh, Mono with a big night with three points. Uh, Steve and I tied at two apiece. Steve still leads with eight to seven to Mono's four. Let me add him into the regular scoreboard here. Two, three. Overall, Steve is still in the lead with 43. Myself, second place with 40. Mondo, 32. We still got time. We still got, we got time. time. It's close, it's Not close much. Enough. It's close <laughs> Not enough much. to still have time, though. All right. Well, well that cyborgs. Let's, let's give you this little review intro. So, uh, uh, Cyborg, it is a martial arts cyberpunk film directed by Albert Pion. Rest in peace again, sir. Uh, it was released April 7th, 1989. It is a long 82 minutes. Uh, I thought this was an interesting little fact. Budget was around $500,000, and the box office was between 9 to $10 million. So, Killed it. Commercial success. Yeah. <laughs> commercial. It was filmed in 23 days, which I'm sure our review will say, yeah, we could tell. Uh, shot entirely in Wilmington, North Carolina. And of course, stars are very loved. Uh, JCVD. Quick little synopsis. Uh, you follow a slinger slash mercenary by the name of Gibson Rickenbacker, which if you guys didn't know, most of these characters in this movie are named after musical instrument companies um, because the director wrote this over a weekend, the entire films. Again, I'm sure we'll discuss during the review, uh, but you follow Gibson Rickenbacker as he battles a group of pirate marauders led by Fender tree mold along the East coast in a post-apocalyptic future. Pearl, the cyber cyborg, not, not a, would you say penis something? (laughs) Time cocked. (laughs) Pearl, the cyborg holds the cure to the living death plague in her Chrome dome. Um, I normally would go start first, but I think you guys have a little bit of a better opinion quote unquote. Um, So I'm going to let you guys take it away first and then I'll try to save it here at the end. Well, I just wanted to lead off with this amazing quote from our lead villain in the beginning. Please do. After the the, the scroll of the in the future, there's fucking blah blah blah, <laughs> and, it, and then it, and then this fucking wooden ass voice comes in. I like the death. I like the misery. 
I like this world. And it goes into like a sticky soundtrack. <laughs> power ballad. Gosh, damn. This These characters could not be any fucking worse. All of them. Every single one of them <laughs> are terrible. Fender is the stupidest piece of shit. He's walking around and like, so who's wearing fucking chain mail? I put that on here too. Chainmail. <laughs> only like it's like fashionable chainmail too. It doesn't cover him like practically. Like you can go. It's just his eyes are stupid. Why are they blue? Why are they so blue? They're contacts. So why are they so fucking weird? <laughs> and the, the biggest thing I have, the biggest problem I have with this stupid asshole Fender, right? Is fucking poor Fender. Let's leave, let's leave all the murdering and sexual things out of it. We know he's bad, right? But this guy wears sunglasses at night. Inside a boat <laughs> by one candle. Him and his entire crew are inside a boat that doesn't have an interior. They show the exterior of the boat and then this interior, this massive interior. Where's his boat at? Doesn't make sense. But anyway, <laughs> they're all inside their boat, fucking shirtless, like glistening, and they're sharpening knives. And then stupid ass Fender has his glasses on with one candle. What is he even seeing? Nothing. And his glasses are covered <laughs> in like white gunk. Like you can't fucking spit on your glasses real quick, you douche. And then wipe them off? No. This guy <laughs> walks around with white covered glasses. So Fender's fucking stupid. And then someone says, go to hell. And he goes, been there. I thought that was the funniest delivery <laughs> of all time. And and the, the intro we have to JCBD, I could, okay, Steve, you guys both have cats, right? Yes. Cats? Yeah. Okay. You know how when they're licking their, licking their buttholes and they put their, their foot in the air? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first shot we have at JCVD is this little cat leg coming out of nowhere and not kicking anybody, but still kicking that guy's face to the ground. Oh my god, it's this fucking, is great! It's in this movie is insane. So we're introduced right to this guy that's supposed to be like this fucking soldier, and he's like taking the cyborg. We learned that he's she, a slinger he, mercenary. He's a sling, whatever, I don't care. He was, he was, uh, he's, we learned later on, he's like, I'll take you back to fucking New York and back to, we'll be fine. No, motherfucker, get your head cut off. But I digress. So he gets beat up, right? Every one of Fender's crew is just stomping him out. He's on the ground. Then it cuts to the very next scene. All of his crew are like 45 yards away and they're walking slowly towards the camera back to the guy. So they beat the shit out of him and then they sprinted off screen just to walk back. How does that work? Am I the only one that knows this? I'm like, what are they doing? And they're just fucking like strutting with his glasses and his stupid eyes. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead, Steve. Take it over. <laughs> oh boy, this fucking movie, man! All of these JCVD <laughs> films, and this is the fucking one you pick. Uh, so it starts off good in a way. Right, they introduce you to this world. There's fucking bodies that are crucified and all this like really cool gore in this post-apocalyptic city. I'm like, okay, this could be a, a at the very least a cheesy, fun post-apocalyptic fucking movie. But no, 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 no. They immediately move to some boring fucking nothing warehouse where they spend the majority of the film going through these slow motion boring action sequences where all they do is grunt at each other and the uh, enemies very conveniently come one at a time towards JCVD. And despite him having a fucking gun, if they come at him with a knife, he will drop the gun so he can just prove himself and fight the guys. Meanwhile, we got these fucking flashback scenes with probably the worst wig I've ever seen in my life. This fucking ponytail like I thing like that they got at the dollar store. <laughs> That's just absolutely terrible. 
And his you look hair. like the hair from the guy from Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look exactly. You look like Garbage yeah. Streetwood's hair. You're you're good with them. I like them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just like, oh my god, the whole thing. And his hair is not great to begin with. It's too bad. There's nothing. There, this movie has fucking zero substance. Uh, when we see the cyborg pull her hair off, all of a sudden her entire demeanor changes. She looks totally different. It's fucking horrible. Like it looks like she looks like stop motion uh, or I don't know what the. I was fuck gonna say it. she looks like Arnold in Total Recall trying yeah, to steal right? the fucking thing yes. out of his nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just this movie's just no good. It's not good no at good. all. It's like, amazing. There are moments where I think there was like the semblance that could be a good movie in there. Like his backstory is fucking tragic when you really decipher it and how, like what he does to the little girl and all that stuff. But fuck the execution, the editing, the score. Oh God, the score is bad. <laughs> it is so fucking bad in this movie. Uh, the beats, the, Oh, the pacing, everything. This is such a bad movie on every level. I did not like it whatsoever, but it has Jean-Claude Van Damme in it. So that's like an automatic star just for that. So it is what it is. All right. All right. Couple, I got a couple more notes, Mono. Oh, okay. Shit. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, it up, baby. hilarious when, okay, how many times is the girl that follows JCVD around going to fucking ruin their plans and like risk the entire operation? Like she's like, at one point she's like, fuck it. And she walks to this thing and gets ambushed by like 20 of the fucking guys. But I think it's hilarious. They're in that broken down building and she punches the dude and his fucking clearly a dummy body flies off the fucking roof <laughs> it's just like flailing that was hilarious the cyborg is in it for like three minutes tops and it looks weird really fucking weird and they built they have to build a this like elaborate cyborg human creature just to talk to broken ass computers let's just get a usb stick and stick it in the fucking drive people and then my final thing that i thought was hilarious in a movie full of hilarious things where they're going in the sewer and the stupidest fucking henchman of all time cannot see in his peripheral vision Jean-Claude Van Damme with the splits across like a fucking six foot thing above his head. Give Maybe the acorns throw him off. Maybe the acorns throw him off on the water. That's the best kill in the movie though. I fucking love that kill. So bad. Uh, all right. Well, now that Roger and Ebert finally finished their fucking review of this movie, <laughs> let me let me fucking talk about it. All right. So for starters, this movie isn't the top 10 of JCVD. But for me personally, I still find an immense bunch of joy watching it for all the reasons that you guys dislike it because let's face it there are some terrible movies out there that are fucking just so bad you want to watch it i'm looking at you samurai cop uh, but this movie is like top tier 80s 90s vibe i mean i love fucking fender because he's just so over the top for the things you said todd blue contacts for what are you fucking riddick chain mail for fashion but it's not good it, it just doesn't make sense uh but that's why i love him because he's that signature fucking villain they're trying to create mind you again this movie was written over a weekend and filmed in 23 days so it shows i love when we're introduced to john claude van damme because i immediately think like a buff peter pan with his stupid little hair his hair was so like i don't know what they were going for it's like I'm I'm a, a sixth grader going to junior high and I want to spike my hair. So he looks like a gay fairy. And I was just like, this is this is crazy. Uh, the villains are so lame. 
but that's why I enjoy them because they just they didn't know what to do. They're like, here's a trench coat and here's a scar. Like now you're this badass. Like I love that shit. Um, I like how JCVD just happened to be around when the cyborg Pearl was being hunted. I mean, mind you, they go on this big old trip. Go find, go find a slinger to take you to Georgia or wherever the hell you have to go. And all of a sudden, here comes John Claude Van Damme with his fairy hair. I'm here to protect you, but I get my ass kicked in this little corridor. Terrible. Uh, the cyborg effects, yes, they were bad. They were bad, like Total Recall ripping the tracker out of your nose. Um, Arnold and fucking Terminator when he takes out his fucking eye, it's like totally bad. And that's what I kind of got in this movie. There were so many little, like, for me personally, homages. Like, to me, that was something taken from Terminator. That's what the director was like. Oh, I want to have something like that. Let's have this fucking terrible cyborg fucking head, which is kind of weird because, like you said, Todd, you're a human being who wants to get this cure, but in order to get the cure, you have to undergo a surgery to turn you into a cyborg. Like nobody's going to survive that fucking surgery. You rip your fucking head out, your brain, all that shit. There's no way. Um, turn a page here. The fighting in this is terrible. It is bad. Yes, it is so bad. But again, 23 days to film this fucking thing. You know, there was no game plan. This had less planning than JCVD in the Predator movie, and he wasn't even in the, the Predator movie. Loved the fucking flashbacks because, holy shit, I forgot about them as a kid. And to see him with the long fucking um, Prince Beast hair, like, I was, who is it? Why? This doesn't make you look tough. I don't want you to respond to my ads for help if you're going to come dressed up like we went from a fairy to like a potentially pirate now. Like, I don't know what the hell you are. Um, I Like I said, I love this hair. This the, the quote that you keep repeating, Todd, the they like you. I like them, too. <laughs> like, what the no, fuck? No, you, you, you're good with them. I like you're them. Good. He was so, it was so creepy. Like, it, I just got, I kept thinking of nowhere to run when I watched that scene. Because it wasn't, like, just one flashback of that scene. It was multiple of that same scene. So I was like, what the hell? Um, let's see. Attacking the encampment for the boat. That was just totally lame. It was just like, hey, let's just fucking light fire and like you guys say grunt. Um, JCVD running into it. I put here his aftermarket filter filled co-star because I don't know if plastic surgery was like getting better there, but goddamn the fillers in her lip. I couldn't stop staring at them, man. Um, but I am shocked. I will tell you guys, this is probably the first movie that comes to mind where JCVD does not slay the tango because she he slays cool. it. No, he doesn't. He does. Not, not, not with Nady, no, because she remember she takes off her clothes and she goes running into the ocean or whatever, and then she's sitting there at the fire with the blanket over her and she's and like, he pulls "Oh, a boob out." No, she pulls one out, but then he gets up close to her and he puts it around. Oh, he's I thought like, he smashed uh, next scene. No, dude, he's uh, like, I, I do not have time for these. I, I want no, the revenge. Instead of saying, instead of saying, I like them, he went, I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> it was just i was shocked because in every one of his movies it's like he has to show his ass do the splits and bone every single movie um would you guys have slayed the tango in this one if that was the girl yeah i mean there's uh, no yeah, other I girls mean, around so, like, <laughs> well, she, i mean she I, just she just showered with salt water i mean what else is more appealing come on yeah that, that's not gonna burn at all in that cold ass <laughs> east coast water too mind you so answer me this, though. How did they catch up to Fender, who's on a boat with his crew going to Georgia on foot? Uh, 
Good question. I thought about <laughs> that too. But remember, they took a break to raid. <laughs> well, they, they still, did a raiding party. But still, I mean, I, I try to imagine walking on foot from New York to Georgia and you got a boat that you're following. Like, I don't care. Wouldn't you fucking take a break 10 minutes later? Like, yeah, dude, in reality, that boat would have fucking capsized and I would have drowned because they're all fucking too many people. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. The warehouse fight. I will say this. I like the military costumes on these guys. Like, it, I thought it was pretty intriguing. They had like this face mesh on to make them look cool. I don't know if that's a gun though that JCBD had. I thought it was like a fucking harpoon gun, not it, shooting it was anything. A paintball gun. Was it, it a was deadly a tit, paintball it was a gun? Titman, Titman paintball gun. Yeah, he even changes the CO2 tank. I saw the, I saw the CO2 yeah. tank, but I'm thinking, what projectiles are coming out of this? Because you never once spitballs. All you see is the squib <laughs> going off. Ugh, I'm dead. Uh, kind of wrap up a few things here. Like I said, I like the military uh, costume gear. Fighting the Fender Gang was cool. I love the big ass minion dude. Like this. Fucking dude's got like a perm. He's fucking huge. Uh, go, go kill him. Okay. Fucking goes into the, the sewer. And like you said, Steve, one of the best, because I always love watching JCD, JCBD films because of his iconic kick that always has to show up and the fucking splits. And for him to be doing the splits up there with the fucking knife, as cheesy and stupid as it is. Oh, I looked at that and I was like, this is fucking, this is why I love JCBD. How do you um, even get up there? He just shimmied, he, I guess. Yeah, did he shimmy his fucking two legs? <laughs> yeah, he did a little shimmy. I love, I love the crucifixion, uh, crucifixion. He when he got crucified, um, but isn't that like Conan taken straight out of Conan? Because I thought Arnold in the first movie was crucified as well, and that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, huh? There's another one of those. Let me take from another movie and put it in here. I mean, they've been crucifying people for like 4,000 years. So uh... I know. Well, yeah, but I just, I thought Conan immediately. And, and there's no way you're going to break through a fucking solid wood beam with the heel of your fucking foot. I uh, saw the heel. If of... you're angry. If you're <laughs> down, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like them. I like them. I was laughing, Todd, because when I saw him kicking it, I thought, man, I remember when years ago when Todd showed me a picture of the fucking heel of his foot being eaten up by his military boots. And you had like, oh, yeah. that. <laughs> you remember that shit? Yeah, it was fucking, fucking gross. I'm like, that shit's got to hurt him. <laughs> he fucking kicking this pose. Um, I, I did like so funny if you fell face first in the sand though. <laughs> right. Something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did like the twist. Um, and if you haven't seen cyborg, uh, fucking spoiler alert, I guess, um, with Haley, the little girl in his flashback, how she became part of Fender's crew. I didn't remember that. Um, it's been so many years since I watched this, but to see that and play out, I was like, oh, that sucks, dude. Not only was she like torture, trying to hold fucking like 300 pounds of people with barbed wire in a wishing well, um, but for her to join the crew and going to that wishing well, is it is it too much to surmise that JCVD landed on the wife and the kid, which is how he survived? He He's the one to survive too. They're they're falling and he just angled the body. <laughs> like like uh, I need to kill. Uh, that's Arnold. Uh, I can't do a JCVD. But I just thought that was fucking crazy. Um, but like I said, I I love this fucking movie. I love that JCVD healed like Wolverine real quick and got healthy to fight. Dude, like um, ten the, minutes. Yeah, <laughs> easily. I kept telling myself, well, maybe this movie is set up that so much time passes in between. And we're supposed to imagine that like maybe four four months has gone by, he's healed, whatever. I love the final fucking battle, the grunt battle, as you guys called it, because uh, the whole thing is, ah, who's got the better six pack? Ah, 
Like it was so fucking dumb. And then Nady dying out of nowhere. I mean, this is your female co-star and she fucking dies in this. And then you have the Haley turning around and I'm going to help you now all of a sudden. Um, I loved it, but I didn't like the abrupt ending. It just kind of ended real quick. But I, I honestly, I find joining this movie. Is it the greatest one? Is it Universal Soldier or Hard Target or Death Warner? I think? No, absolutely not. But to watch it for its cheesiness, I mean, I, I, I love it. And to, to, to pose the question that I did on the Discord here for the listeners, I personally feel that this movie is a better watch than UHF. Todd? Break break the break tag, the fucking tag, tie here between the three of us. In. Tag me in. First of all, let tag me you in. Off. Let me lead off with this. This movie would be fantastic in a group setting. Oh yeah. Fantastic. It's stupid as fuck, and I have a very low score for it. Spoiler warning, but I still love it because it's so awful, but in a good way. <laughs> yes. But in a group setting, I would have so much fun. Therefore, it is better than UHF. Yeah. <laughs> Once you guys balls drop, then maybe you'll have a better appreciation for older I like, movies. I, li- I like them like this. Dude, I, I found it very them. interesting the the background of this movie. Did you guys read that all the turmoil and how Van Damme took it away from him? I read that the director was in the hole a ton of money from some failed projects, mm-hmm. so he needed to recoup the money as quickly as possible, which is why he wrote this shit over a weekend. And so. Uh, yeah, originally he had it in black and white, and it was going to be like the first cut was black and white, super fucking dark with a voiceover with 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 an actor that wasn't JCVD, and then it tested, and ninety nine out of the hundred people hated it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it was it was uh it's shitty too because I guess he had a website at some point where he was selling his original cut. And when yeah. I, I was trying to find him, like I want it, I need it, and then I found all this other stuff about his it health passed away. Yeah, but um. John Claude actually he re-edited this film, so that explains why it is so fucking incoherent. Because he wasn't the fucking writer <laughs> nor the director, and you're taking someone's project and recutting it with this stupid cat foot. That's oh, why I love I the cat foot because he re-edited it. <laughs> it took him two months to re-edit this shit, and this is what we got. I love his fair hair; it was the best, and his wig. Uh, Steve, give it. Give us your your closing thoughts. And oh, first of all, Todd, rate it. Give us your rating on it, and then oh, if I, I'm a one out of five on Letterbox, <laughs> oh, it is it is rough. not it is not a good movie, but I love it, man. I love it, but I will never watch it again by myself. <laughs> I will watch this in a setting with some with some brews and some pizzas or something. It'd be so Texas much fun. Frightmare? Maybe, um, <laughs> maybe. But it's yeah, it's, a, nope. it's, tech, it's as a movie by itself. Technically speaking, it is awful. It's like what you don't do. Like the score is awful. The editing is fucking garbage. The acting is wooden. The villains are so stupid. Um, so it's a one. It's one out of five. But it's still fucking pretty great. See, ironically, I hated it more because I think this movie has like almost no redeeming <laughs> features. Um, like I think there are so many better movies than that. Like Benny, bad movies that we should watch over this. You know, um, like the one Mondo named Double Trouble is another one. Just like so bad, yeah. they're good. Uh, this one's just bad to me. Like it's just not fun at all. And but it has JCVD in it, and it's got a lot of action. So I actually scored a one point five out of five because <laughs> I mean I didn't like completely hate it, but there's just not a lot to love. And I fucking hate the last line when he's like walking down the stairs, and they're like something along the lines of that's the future of the world or her. he's like the key to the future. I don't know, whatever oh, bullshit yeah. that they 
they say at the doesn't end. Doesn't he say like they need me out there or something? No, like it's that. not him. He he doesn't say anything. It's the the cyborg to like the doctor or whatever. Uh, like yeah. I feel Pearl. like he, he's the Pearl necklace, the key to the future. Or something. Ooh. Yeah, better better, better Pearl than the Pearl movie. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but like I said, uh, if you're gonna watch a cyborg, fucking watch cyborg too. Way fucking better than this. Then. Would you like? Would you? Would you feel different in a group setting, with Steve? Would you have fun with it? Mean, that's, we... that's anything. That's like that's not fair, you know. Because I think a lot of movies are better in a group setting like this, right? So not UHF. I, wa- I watch all my movies, <laughs> uh, like you know, alone on my laptop mostly, or my, and it just doesn't. I didn't yeah. have any fun with it. I'm I'm like 98% solo watcher with my stuff. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, um I am not high on this either point wise. Um I'm actually one full point higher than Steve because I'm giving this a 2.5 out of 5. I love JCVD. It's not his greatest film, but because he did this, it was futuristic. It was an 89. It was their take on everything. I enjoyed it as a kid and I enjoyed it watching it the second time. Now his other stuff in the nineties is way better. Um, but, but I like the movie and I truly want to know from you listeners, which is the better film JCVD cyborg or UHF and quick question for you guys. Is this the only actor that we referred to as JCVD? We don't say his entire, like Jean-Claude Van Damme, like Arnold, it's Arnie. No, because I, I uh, would say the same thing for GSP. If, uh, which, okay. Like it's, that's, that's fair. Yeah, if you have more than you know two names, I think <laughs> yeah. you go into the. Yeah, uh, four names. Yeah, sure. The yeah. muscles from Brussels. JCVD is just better. Um, but I I enjoyed watching it. Thank you guys. I know you suffered uh, through it, but I'm glad you watched it. I can't wait till you secretly watch it again without telling me. Um, but that's it for our show tonight. Before we go, though, we do have a few announcements. Steve, you have a pick coming up. Yes, I got the next pick. Thank you, Mondo, for fucking up my original pick. <laughs> And you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll explain why after. Uh, so I had to like kind of go to another pick that I had, but I've been wanting to do this one for a long time. It's time that we merge our movies and video games into one. Oh no! Uh, no, don't worry. It's not Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Oh, no, sucks. We fucking not, Super not, Mario. Not, not not two fucking punishments in the same <laughs> back to back. <laughs> no, I want to do something fun this time. I want to do something that I think is hilarious. So let's do Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Ooh, I, boy. I, I love Grandma's boy. Have you never seen right. it, Mondo? I've never seen it completely. I love through. Grandma's oh, boy, man. It's, it's a good it's, one. It's awesome. That's... It's going to be so much fun to discuss. I, I think she invented the hand job. <laughs> dude, that's what's is... his face is in there. Um, uh, the dude from Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Uh, Samberg? Are you thinking of? I don't think Samberg. Yeah, I don't think he is. I, I, I know the guy from like... Avatar is in it there. Nick Swartzen's yeah. in there. Yeah, Avatar, the jealous guy. Oh, uh, Peter Dante. Okay. Yeah, okay, Peter Dante is in it. Yeah, I like, I like, I like Jonah Hill's in it. Yeah, he plays one of the programmers. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen it, so I'm down. Good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, about, it's about video game making. So I think yeah. that's like yeah, right testers. down our alley. Yeah, they're like video game testers. So I could talk about my time video testing. Video yeah, game we get testing. to hear about your fucking rock band, 12-hour yeah. shifts. Playing this <laughs> <laughs> through the yeah. fire, through the flames. Oh, my gosh. That was a Guitar Hero. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to close it off with letting them know about our next episode, what we got in the pipeline? Sure. So uh, next episode is our Christmas episode. It's the last episode before Christmas. So keeping our tradition, because there are so fucking many we need to cover over the years, that we can't keep it to just one. So each of us have picked a Christmas movie and we will be reviewing 
all three of them. So it'll be an episode where we just basically do the three reviews and maybe trivia because we're so close and we're so close to the end of the year. So it'll be those three reviews and trivia and that's it because that'll be a Christmas special. So each of us picked one. So Todd, what did you pick? Die Hard 2. To continue with from (laughs) Die Hard 1, Die Hard 2 takes place on Christmas Eve. John McClane's not in a tower. He's in an airport. Let's see what happens. Right. And Mondo? We are going to watch another Christmas theme comic-y movie. That is Batman Returns. Give me some Selena Kyle, baby. Nice. And I'm going a little more classic with my pick. I am picking Bill Murray's Scrooged. So, Scrooge. Yeah. A classic. Of Time the, cock. Uh, a guy who owns a TV network and he uh, gets visited by, you know, the, the three ghosts and sees the errors of his ways. I think it's hilarious. We'll see if these two grumps agree. We'll I don't think I've ever <laughs> grumps, seen it. Grumps. Look who's talking. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Because... I'm watching <laughs> the old Crow on 34th Street. And that's final. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch this in Wonderful Life again. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, looking forward to it because this will be perfect timing when the episode drops. We'll be right around fucking Christmas. So looking forward to Scrooge, Die Hard 2. Yeah, we do have a fucking... Well, not me. You guys have the other... I'm playing something right now that's Christmas theme. Maybe I might sneak it in. You need to play Bioshock. It's not like a three-hour game. No, I know. It's 12 hours. I got this. I just bought it. I downloaded it. It's ready to go. All right. right. Well, that's it. Go watch some Cyborg. See if you hate it. Let me know if you hate it. Love it. What what you feel about it. And... uh, yeah, until the next time, we'll catch you on the Christmas episode. Bye. Time cock. <laughs> time, time cock. Bye. <laughs> I, like, I like them. with the information that she's carrying. I want to own it. Own the cure? I'd be a god. And the misery could be stopped. I like the misery. The world could be changed. I like this world. Go to hell. Been there.